Welcome to the Startup of the Year podcast, where each episode we showcase exciting new companies from around the world. This podcast is produced by Established, creators of the Startup of the Year program. Established is focused on helping organizations with their innovation, startup, and communication strategies. Thank you to our podcast sponsor, Silicon Valley Bank. Hello, everybody. It's Frank Gruber, and we are here at the Start of the Year podcast, episode nine. Wow, has it been that many? We're here today with our special hosts, which have been doing a great job. Let's introduce the hosts. We've got Jen Consalvo. Howdy. Rich Malloy. Hello, hello. And Lori Teal. We're all jumping in from all over the country today. We're up in uh, the upper parts of the country, upper northeast, and uh, Jen's up there as well. Rich, where are you coming from? Boulder, Colorado. Boulder, Colorado. Colorado. And then we've got Lori. Where are you today? I'm in a special hometown place where I grew up called Chowchilla, California. Beautiful. Chowchilla. And- Beautiful. So we've got a spectrum of, of folks from all over today. We just keep moving around. Chowchilla, <laughs> that's a fun thing to say. Yeah. It's an Indian name, and it's a town of farmers. My dad was uh, a cotton farmer here in Chowchilla. Awesome. Did you guys have a fun mascot? You don't want to know about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now we do. (laughs) Hence, I said we're an Indian name, so we just had to to change our mascot's name. Got it. Got it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Changing with the times. Changing with the times. We'll leave leave it at that. So, what's everybody drinking today? (laughs) Anybody have anything fun? I think we're, I'm drinking some tea. I'm drinking um, mushroom tea. It's a mushroom elixir. It's supposed to help with all sorts of things. It's magical. Jen, what does it do? Oh, the mushrooms? Yes. All kinds of great stuff, but inflammation and and generally keeping up, creating an incredible immune system. Inflammation. Good. Okay, phew. What do you you have in your your little drink today? I am drinking a turmeric and ginger tea. Nice. Turmeric also known to be help with inflammation for thousands of years. <laughs> so I'm literally I'm reading I'm reading this from the, the Natural Remedies book with illustrations. It looks really bad. The picture is not very interesting, but it looks like a caterpillar. Just to, um, just to clarify, you're you're drinking things that that help reduce inflammation, not cause inflammation. Correct. Right, yes, okay, correct. All right. I just want to be anti-inflammatory. Sure. I was, actually, I'm, I'm so inflamed right now. <laughs> so inflamed. <laughs> Good way to start it off. Um, so yeah, Rich, you've got just regular iced tea. Is it, that's and, not just rock and iced tea. Yeah. That is not in the book. It's a little not bit of sugar, a little remedy. bit of lemon. And okay. You lemon know, you know the, the remedy that it provides me is the caffeine remedy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Lori, what, do you, what have you got? What I'm have you got over OG there? drinking H2O. <laughs> oh, water. <laughs> Give me some chachilla water. Or no, you, you don't like the chachilla water probably. You probably are doing the fancy water, aren't it's you? It's filtered. Actually, it's filtered chowchilla water and it's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Well, we are here today. We're we're we were we're a little we had a backlog a little bit, but we're here today to talk about InnoConf, which we did in New Orleans a, little, a while back. And we had 36 startups from around the country, actually around the globe, uh, you know, basically come together at a pitch competition during the day, and then we featured five of those startups at Startup uh, Night NOLA, which was um, a featured event at 
the first annual InnoConf uh, in New Orleans. And, you know, of course, you know how much I love the New Orleans area. And the, mainly, you know, I like to I like to jazz it up when I'm down there. Uh, and it was actually during Jazz Fest. So that's kind of exciting. And, um, yeah, so two of the companies that were fast-tracked to our seventh annual already – it feels like it's been forever. So, seventh annual startup of the year uh, summit, which is going to be happening in Memphis, Tennessee, in the fall, October. Mark your calendars, October fourteenth through sixteenth. Uh, as well as they, there was a thousand dollar grand prize on a huge check um, that we gave to the winners. So we had all those companies compete. We had five of them. We're going to go through the five uh, finalists that, that pitched on stage and share kind of a little bit more about each one. You know, just share a little bit more about everything that's going on with those companies, and we've got actually six because there was a, I, you know, actually an extra one where it was a uh, audience choice. So we're going to go through six companies today. Uh, they're all really interesting. They made it through the first, um, you know, round of of, of uh, pitches at the event, and you know, twenty three of the stars that were showcased uh, at the event um, were either from uh, women led, minority led, uh, veteran led, or LGBT. Uh, led companies. So that's pretty interesting as well. We really look for uh, diversity in the startups we're, we're, um, we're sourcing and finding for these events um, through our Startup of the Year program. So if you'd like to learn more about uh, the companies, uh, or actually a little bit more about um, InnoConf, we, we did a, an episode already. If you want to listen to episode six of the podcast, we, we talked about uh, some of the companies that were from the region, um, you know, Dig Dates and Fade and Flat Out of Heels and um, Lazarus 3D and, and One Milo, all those companies that kind of came from the region and talk a little bit more about those companies. So it's a, a nice preview episode we did a while back as well. If you are like to learn more about uh, competition and some of the some of the stuff happening in InnoConf. Uh, before we get started, though, talking about these companies, I wanted to kick it over to Rich Malloy. We've got some special information from one of our sponsors, SVB. Absolutely. So today's episode of the Startup of the Year podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley Bank. And, you know, the, the team at Established, we've been building startup communities for 13 years. And Silicon Valley Bank consistently shows up, adds value, supports startups, and supports their clients. They're more than just bankers. You know, they're mentors, they're advisors, they're super connectors. And we love having the SVB team at our events because they bring a depth of knowledge about startup markets that just doesn't exist from most service providers. And they always treat their founders with respect. And so if you're not banking with Silicon Valley, if you're using, say, a, a traditional retail bank like the one on the corner, like a Chase or a Wells or somebody like that, like there's nothing wrong with those banks. But if you're using that, a traditional retail bank, and you plan to raise venture capital, you need to bank with SVB. Your retail banker might not even know what the heck venture capital is, but SVB team does this day in and day out. This is their specialty. They've worked, they've been through the fundraising process with thousands of startups, and they have additional resources to see you through the process and help you succeed. We love SVB and we're grateful that they're that they're supporting the uh, the Startup of the Year podcast. And so visit svb.com slash next to learn more. That's svb.com slash next. So Silicon Valley Bank, Ideas Bank here. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rich. He's got such a great voice for, for this. It's awesome. Uh, uh, well done. Thank you, Frank. I one take, one, one take Rich. That's what we call him. <laughs> um, great job. So next up, we're going to start diving in here because we don't want to waste any time. Uh, we've got 
in Liberty, which is out of Boston, Massachusetts, which is not too far from where Jen and I are right now. Uh, and Lori, do you want to jump right in and share a little bit more what, about what Inlivity did to take home first place at our competition? Sure. And just a little bit of background on Inlivity. Um, they applied and we asked them to come uh, to New Orleans and they wanted to have a quick phone call just to make sure they were the right fit and because some folks think that we're only tech looking at tech startups. I mean, we're looking at all startups, anything that's disrupting or changing the world we want to know about. And so I explained that to her and she said, that's us. And so they came and they ended up winning. So it was kind of an interesting way they came about um, to NOLA. And so anyways, from the start with a little bit of background of, of um, how they made the decision to come. So they are that's a great. medical nutrition company whose goal is to help make cancer treatment side effects better by providing um, cancer patients with affordable, easy-to-use, over-the-counter products. A lot of times when most of us know someone touched by cancer, unfortunately, it's way over 500,000 cancer patients a year um, undergo treatment, and they develop mouth sores, and it prevents them from eating and drinking and having a quality of life because of the radiation or the, or the chemo, and these sores are very, very painful. So this um, medicine, over-the-counter medicine, is a supplement called Helios, and it's developed by uh, Dr. Peter M. Anderson, and it helps support normal cell repair in the tissues and the lining of the mouth and the GI tract so that it can help them um, endure the, you know, the, the treatment process um, that they have to go through in order to um, survive cancer. Uh, this team is uh, female-founded. They come with a great background from MIT to years at um, Corning to, I mean, their background is just phenomenal. And they did a wonderful job pitching at NOLA, obviously, because they made it to the winner's circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got already, you know, 2,000 plus patients nationwide using this. They're getting a lot of great research and feedback. And uh, just one final point on this, uh, I was looking at their a little bit more into um, in Liberty just to help prepare for today. And I love that they're already giving back um, because of the support of their manufacturing partner. They're able to offer this to for free to children under 18 who are most likely to develop um, mouth sores and have difficulty swallowing. So a startup already finding ways to give back to me says a lot about the core values as a company. And I think it's a wonderful thing. Totally. And that's in Liberty. Yeah, they did a great job. Anybody have anything to, say, to add? And I think they had to pitch first. I remember yep. on yeah. the stage, first they were a little nervous. mic issue, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a <laughs> mic issue. They had to go first, and they still rocked it. They were they fantastic. Still rocked it. Yep. Yeah, they didn't, it really didn't phase them at all. They just kept going. It was great. Yeah. Um, and, you know, interestingly, you know, Frank, you mentioned some of the stats around all of our um, competitors. Yeah. and. Not only did we have this, you know, amazing diversity across all of our competitors throughout the day, but um, it really showed during our top five because I think four of the top five who presented on stage were women, mm-hmm. um, or women of co- and women of color. So it was uh, it was it was an incredible night. Four out of five, yes. And I and I'm, I apologize, I did not mention the founders' names. Jillian Isabel and Jill Tobacco are the uh, co-founders. And Sean, who was our COO, is the is the uh, uh, the, the person that pitched that night at at Inno. So, just wanted to make sure I got the names out there. Awesome. Sean, right. mm-hmm. great, excellent. And of course, just like we did at the event, we should play some jazz. <laughs> Played off. <laughs> That's true. We, we had a, we had the uh, we had a family band there, right? The Andrews family band. The Andrews family band. 
<laughs> ABF was in the house. So, uh, uh, yeah, for any ABF. <laughs> or AFB, I'm AFB. sorry. <laughs> yeah, maybe so, I'm dyslexic and I don't know it. Yeah, so for um, all the locals, awesome. we had AFB in the house. They played on and off each of our competitors, adding a whole new level of excitement. Totally. It was fun. Totally fun. All right, Jen, uh, you're next up. Um, second place, we had My Strong Home. Excellent. They're from Columbia. My Strong Home. South Carolina. South Carolina. South Carolina. Yep. So My Strong Home was founded by uh, Margot Brandenburg. And um, she, I think there's a co-founder too, but she was the primary pitcher. She was there uh, for a few days. She not only pitched and came in second place, but then the next day they had her on stage doing a talk. So it was really great to have her participate in all aspects of Inno. Um, so My Strong Home is a benefit corporation whose mission is to strengthen communities in coastal areas. So, you know, we all know that coastal areas can be some of the hardest hit companies, I mean, areas, the the homes uh, often get uh, destroyed in all these storms that we're having. So what she's doing is it's basically insurance that buys you a new roof. So having the right roof can actually lower your insurance premiums by almost 50%. And the savings from that can actually pay for your new fortified, and fortified is actually like a a type, but the fortified roof that creates the long-term savings on insurance and maintenance. So basically, My Strong Home comes in, they do an assessment, and then they'll fortify your roof at little or no upfront upfront cost to you. And there's basically a loan that's covering the expense of the whole roof, you get to save on all your premiums and pay back that roof over years through your savings. So it's it's pretty smart. Um, they're actually a benefit corporation, as I mentioned. Their sister is this nonprofit organization, the Foundation for Strong Homes. Um, and basically, they are, they're a licensed insurance agent and dedicated to developing innovative, proven, and fully certified programs that improve community access to critical resources needed to withstand future storms. So, uh, very, very impressive company um, coming at a very interesting time uh, for our coastal communities. And she just had this really fantastic background and, and presence on stage. She was a former senior associate director at the Rockefeller Foundation, <clears throat> excuse me, where she worked on economic development programs. She's worked in microfinance um, in yep. Africa and, and done all kinds of interesting things. Totally agree. And I just heard you, you shake over there. No, actually, that was that was our little guy, Honey Badger's in the office. Honey Badger surf dog. He shook, he kind of shook off a little bit. I'm actually watching him. He's trying to catch a fly with his mouth. And uh it yeah, it was bugging him. He's actually really oh, you're funny. <laughs> he's actually pretty good at catching flies with his mouth. He is. It's it's amazing to watch. It's like uh, he's like the karate kid. Um not quite, but <laughs> anybody have anything else to add? Okay, let's move on. We are going down to well, it, they have two two different locations, but uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and Washington D.C. Let's hear about Enricher from Rich. Yeah, absolutely. So Enricher is a investment platform that connects female entrepreneurs with up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars from lenders who get fifteen percent return on their investment, and so. The, the, they've built a marketplace to enable companies, 
uh, to find uh, alternative sources of capital, particularly, specifically, um, women-led businesses that have $100,000 in revenue and are at least six months, uh, have been in business for at least six months, and where the founders have a credit score of 600 and up, they can get $250,000 in non-dilutive financing. That may be enough to make that next key hire to give you that extra year of runway if you're really, you know, um, watch your burn rate, but give you that little bit of bridge that you need to get to the next level. And what, what I personally love about this is that there are just not enough investment vehicles out there available to entrepreneurs, right? And so venture capital, less than 1% of all companies get venture capital. And I've seen estimates of around 18% of all businesses get uh, or, or qualify for some sort of debt financing, whether it's a bank loan, a personal loan, uh, or you know, or, or taking out some sort of a loan on your uh, on your receivables. That's so that leaves eighty one percent of businesses that don't have access to capital to grow, and the most underrepresented groups, of course, are or the most underrepresented uh, uh, founder type are are um, black feet or. Uh, black female entrepreneurs, uh, but Enrich Her is so is founded by a, a black female entrepreneur who wants to solve this problem, Dr. Roshana Novellis. So she has a PhD in systems engineering with a minor in finance. She has a master's of science in um, in information technology. She got summa cum laude in in uh, everything that she did from PhD to master's to to her BA. So you know that she's smart. Uh, 20 years of experience in risk analysis and systems design, incredibly smart woman driven and set out to build this business to bridge that gap for female founders that have good businesses, have revenue generating businesses, but are just not getting access to the capital that they need to grow. Uh, a couple other things about, um, uh, about Roshana. She was honored as one of the uh, women who mean business uh, by the Atlanta Business Chronicle. She was 40 under 40 by the Georgia Trend, a uh, Halcyon Fellow for Social Impact, one of the top 25 disruptors in innovative tech, and one of 27 black founders and investors to watch in 2019 by PitchBook. Really proud to have, have had included Enrich Her in, the, uh, in the, the Startup Night in, in New Orleans and have her as a part of the Startup of the Year program. Yeah, she was a strong pitch. Really did a great mm-hmm. job. I don't um, think she sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I yeah. think she's got, we got to talk to her about her secret because I am so impressed with, you just see, she's everywhere. She is a presence. And uh, I, I mean, she's just so strong and such a presence and I'm super impressed and definitely happy to have her be a part of Startup of the Year and look forward to having um, her at uh, in Memphis. Um, I think one thing we didn't um, talk about and we could talk about at the end, though, was um, we had a group of judges for this event, had a very tough time and really had to sort out because these five startups were just that amazing. So just something to note that it was a tough call all the way yeah, around, but because they totally. were all just super, super amazing. No, that's that a good point to bring up really, now. That was really heated debate in the judge room about, <laughs> yeah. you know, who, uh, what the ranking was, who the winners were. I mean, it was, it was, yeah, it was uh, a... Yeah the most heated debate I'd seen from our final judges. Uh, moving on, we've got Hackware, and it's coming from Dallas, Texas. And when I first heard about this company, I thought it was a fishing company. 
it's actually anti-phishing, <laughs> the kind of phishing where you're actually, people are trying to, you know, engineer and fraudulently steal your information. So, you know, still very interesting. It's a cybersecurity company, not an actual phishing company. Um, so just want to make that clear. Uh, but yeah, so hack, Hackware, um, they're actually really focused on spear phishing, which is totally different than what you'd be visioning right now. Um, it's a form of phishing, which is basically uh, target specific individuals. So um, some really interesting stats out there uh, around organizations too. Um, this is phishing with a PH. About 80% of organizations experience phishing attacks, which is that's ridiculous, right? 85%. Um, and the average, yeah, right? 85%. And the, the average um, cost per breach is $3.62 million. That's, you know, basically some of the information that they provided in their pitch as well as on their website. But um, it's founded by uh, Tiffany Ricks. Uh, she is um, really interesting. She's got a, a, a computer science background from Texas Christian University, a master's in management from Texas A&M, um, recognized as the National um, Society of Black Engineers, and IBM, uh, as, and from IBM as a top woman in, in technology. So um, really interesting, um, smart co-founder. Founder. Uh, she did the pitch as well. Um, I thought they did great. Uh, Jen, they were in your room, I think, too, right? Um, yeah, Rich and I um, Rich, yeah. got to see her present earlier in the day. And, you know, it, she's one of those those um, people who actually would get hired by companies to try to hack, right? right. So she's she's one of those, like, top-tier hackers who, who's, who was in the industry and right. saw that this was such a major problem um, and, and just brought a unique aspect to, uh, to a solution. So yep. she was, again, very, very impressive um, presenter and just knows the insides and outs of her, her industry. Yep. Female hackers great. are cool. Yeah. <laughs> so don't, yeah, exactly. So be careful what emails we open, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that was really interesting. I mean, it just, um, you know, I think it's going to continue to be a problem. And so I think cybersecurity is a really hot space. And I, feel, I was excited to see um, them pitch. And there were, there were a couple others throughout uh, that competition. And, um, you know, they rose to the top as well. So uh, anything else to add about Hackware? Just that they're, you know, they're not just providing ways to, you know, to block things. They're actually training people. So they're actually trying to, you know, help plug those holes and educate people and protect, you know, knowledge is power, right? So that knowledge is really what's going to protect you. Yes. And she's always sort of, you know, thinking five steps ahead, trying to, you have to always try to, you know, keep outdoing the people trying to hurt, to hurt the system. So, yeah. Totally. Uh, okay, great. Next up, we're going to move on to Trey away out of they're They're the hometown favorite, right? Cause they're from new Orleans. Um, and they're attacking the hospitality cluttered hallways, cluttered hallways, hospitality interest industry. Lori, go ahead. Take it away. Oh, I think yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that one. Oh, just kidding. We're going to, yeah. Uh, yeah. But we're gonna I, only read, I only read what's on the teleprompter. I only read what's on the teleprompter. <laughs> Jen, take it away. Thank you. Multi-location uh, problem. Yeah. <laughs> so you know how you you're in a hotel and you walk up and you know you walk down the long hallway to your room and you see like all these different trays on the floor and maybe some flies. Who knows? Um, this this unsavory all around. This uh, this 
product, this service is actually combating that uh, by basically creating this automated room service tray removal system. So it's, as Frank said, it's called tray away. It's this device where a guest, once they've completed their meal, they just click the button and it notifies the hotel staff of, you know, that the tray is ready for retrieval and where it is. And it creates this whole system so that the hotel kind of knows where all the trays are when they're ready to be picked up. Um, do not disturb times are recorded. It provides the hotel staff with all of the locations and activity times um, and basically creates this dashboard that can actually be combined with a TV to create a wall board for, <laughs> for like your, your giant, like, um, I'm trying to think of what you would call Mission it. Mission control. Mission like, control for all of your hotel trays. Yeah. We've got a situation down in the hallway. Yeah. That's, I mean, right. I always, yeah, that's interesting. So right. it's, uh, I think what really, it's it's not just an interesting product. I think what really impressed the judges was the team and particularly the founder, Josh Johnston, who um, who's really gotten a lot of traction. So he's already done lots of deals and has uh, has already signed contracts with groups like the Fairmont and the and Sofitel Hotels. Um, there's a whole list of webs of hotels that they've done deals with. I think they talked about maybe trying to get into um, cruise ships and and other areas. So there's a lot of opportunity here. They're making a lot of headway, and um, and the founder just he has a ton of energy. Just you know, really excited about what he's doing. He came out of hospitality. He worked at the Four Seasons Hotel and Resorts for eight years. Um, I think he started out as a... Way to leverage a, the experience, right? <laughs> yes, yes. I think he started out as a lobby lounge and pool yeah. supervisor um, and then also worked at Hilton Hotels and Resorts. So he's he's got a, a ton of hospitality experience and is just bringing everything he knows about it um, to this business. So it, this is an exciting one to watch. Yeah, definitely agree. And... I always thought that that was just leftovers for people to take, but no, I'm kidding. It's uh, <laughs> super gross. Uh, <laughs> super and, gross. Uh, <laughs> uh, hard to navigate, especially in warmer places. Um, so glad he's tackling that. Um, but now every time you walk down a hallway in, yep. in a hotel room and you see a tray sitting out, you'll think, mm, if only they had tray away. If only <laughs> yep. they had tray totally. away. Yeah. Only at Trayway. I have I to think give Josh props too because all the other founders went before him. So four female founders went before Josh, yep. and then he was last. Yeah, he was <laughs> Not last. last, but he was. You know that we go in alphabetical order. So yeah. um, nothing he could do but other rename his company. Yeah, we just stayed calm and came on board and said, "I'm with, I'm with it." So yeah, totally. He did great. He did a great job. Yeah. Um, okay, and so those were the top five, and they all pitched and uh, did a great job. We also had a so we had all those companies, thirty six companies pitch, and there was a People's Choice Award as well, um, and that was done uh, basically online and through some online polls. And um, the winner of that was Artunity, and they're located out in uh, Valparaiso, Indiana, which is home of Valparaiso University, uh, as well as other things. And basically, it's a little bit it's in between Chicago and like. Indiana, if you aren't familiar with geography of that area. You name very well, Frank. I did. I almost played baseball at Valparaiso University. So, (laughs) yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I've been there. I know where he's from. But um, anyway, he it's a mobile app that lets individuals both um, donate, um, you know, basically to upcoming artists. So they'll put things out there and um, you could possibly win a high valued piece of work um, from an, you know, an artist. Right. So. It's a new platform. Um, he's trying to support um, 
artists and, and giving them an opportunity to to make money off of their artwork. Um, and uh, it's you know you basically up, upload your artwork and put it out there, and you can raise raise things um, raise money for it. And uh, then there's a winner uh, after it's met its funding goal. And so it's kind of like a Kickstarter meets um, art, if that makes sense. Um, and yeah, it's been it's been interesting. It's it's still. Um, very new. Uh, I think even at the competition, he had just gotten it out there. He's got the, got the, he's getting, starting to get some traction. Um, the founder is JJ, uh, Weinberg. Uh, he actually studied art, art, art at the Art Academy, uh, American Academy of Art. So, um, comes from an art background and he's trying to help artists. And, um, actually, this is kind of funny. Uh, and I, Here I we just, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he was painting a Chicago Cubs painting, a 30 by 40, um, Field of Dreams for his dad. And he posted a video of it, of um, a reaction of the gift uh, when he gave it to his dad. And it went viral. And it was featured in the Chicago Tribune, NBC, and highlighted on, on SportsCenter's top plays um, you know, from the artist's website. So now he's trying to create, wow, nice. yeah, right. He's yeah. trying to do that for everyone. Right. So creating these up, this opportunity for people to create fans and following around artwork by creating, you know, pages and things that allows them to sell it in a better way. So, um, I like it. Obviously like the Cubs too. Go Cubbies. Anything, anybody, he was actually in my room too. So I got to see him pitch, uh, at the, um, the pre, pre, pre part with the, the judges. You know, it's it's such a departure from all the other companies um, that we've talked about today, and I absolutely love it. When I I yeah. spent a lot of time at his table, and there's something about um, if you dive into Artunity, it'll just start to give you all these ideas of of what could be done in that industry. And, and there's there's so much room for creativity, and um, it, it's just exciting to watch. And uh, and yeah. I just loved it. I'm really excited for him. I think they're they're going to make a real difference in artists' lives. Yeah, I mean, the cool thing is there's a little bit of a gamification too. Well, not really game. It's just like people like to win stuff, right? So you basically donate to this what it is. Let's call it just like a, a goal, right? They're trying to raise like a thousand dollars for their piece or whatever, and you all are donating, donating, and then it does a random drawing to pick a winner that gets the piece, right, or or whatever piece they put out there. So that's kind of fun. Like it's kind of like um, I don't know, Jen. Have you ever been to like a, a silent auction? Uh, <laughs> yes, I've, I've I been have. To, I've been. Have you ever been to one with me? <laughs> I think so. Frank has this unique way of going to these auctions where he just he he doesn't realize that um, that if you just <laughs> keep trying to outbid everybody, you don't win. You're actually you win. just buying everything. You're just oh. buying everything. <laughs> well, this is. Nah, I don't agree with that, but. <laughs> With that thought, no. Um, but it is kind of like that, soul, right? Frank. Generous, yeah, generous Kind of like that. Anyway, generous spirit. I'm a big fan of art and the arts. And so anyway, I like Artunity. <laughs> and I like silent auctions. They're fun. No and there's some look. incredible artists. If you go into Artunity, there's some, some really talented people. Yes, totally agree. All right, so check it out. You've seen six companies today. You got a bonus for listening. So thanks for listening, everybody. We are getting ready for our big event. I know it's it's summertime officially, but we're getting ready for our big event uh, coming up in in the fall now. So we've got the that that home stretch, and we'll be down in Memphis, Tennessee, walking in Memphis on Beale Street uh, on October 14th through 16th. So that's gonna the summer. Hopefully, it doesn't fly by because I love summer, but. Um, you know, we've got that we're working on. And anybody else want to add anything about the summit or what we're thinking about now that it's officially summer? 
I'll just add that uh, we'll be, everyone's wondering when the top 100 will be announced. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering. Are you wondering? <laughs> yeah, I was not um, privy to that information. <laughs> oh, yes. It's on the teleprompter. It's very secret. Um, so um, I just wanted to give a shout out to all the startups that are still in the running and to know that mid-July is going to be when uh, the fireworks will happen. Fireworks will start happening. Some <laughs> notifications will start happening, and we might even release before that some uh, uh, some sneak preview fast track uh, startups as well. Fun! This is exciting. The suspense yeah. is building. I love it. So that's on its way. So everyone, stay tuned because we're going to have some more things to share soon. And this has been episode nine. Woo-hoo. Yes, I said it. Mm-hmm. Number nine. Number nine. Uh, and thanks to SVB for helping support us in our Thank podcast you. efforts. And everyone, thanks for listening. Follow along. Go to startupoftheyear.com. Check out more about Startup of the Year, and you can subscribe to our podcast and listen to all of our fun little episodes, and there'll be more to come. Thanks, and everybody. Learn, for, oh, and, learn about, and learn about SVB at svb.com forward slash next. Oh, and one more thing. <laughs> Don't forget our daily deal flow. We do things in email, too. If you like deals and startups, um, if you're looking for startups, uh, you can check that out as well and subscribe. So thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening to the Startup of the Year podcast. Be sure to subscribe, and we'll be back with another episode soon. 